0: You're
1: listening to. Whoa! Potluck Potluck! Welcome to Asians in Baseball with your hosts, Kim Cooper, Naomi Ko, and Scott Okamoto. This podcast celebrates Asian and Asian native Hawaiian Pacific Islander American baseball players in the MLB
2: hello hello welcome back to another episode of asians in baseball hosted by me kim and naomi and scott um i realized recently that i stole the hello 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 from rupaul so sorry rupaul please don't sue us um but we're back with another exciting week of asians in baseball how are you guys feeling
0: it's good to have you back we naomi and i realized last week that you bring like 90% of the enthusiasm to this podcast <laughs> <laughs> and without you, we're just sitting here like, Meh. so no, you guys we're did glad a great to job. have you back. Um,
2: I'm currently bringing 90% of phlegm to this podcast. Okay. Well, I think um, that's still so... better
0: than me and Naomi just uh, mumbling. So good.
2: I don't mumble. Uh, I'm no, just mumble's not. Mumble's not
0: the right word. Uh, yeah, uh, I you... yeah. I don't
1: mumble. Yeah, I don't. You just I think of, you guys do great without yeah, me. Okay. I'm just naturally not an enthusiastic person. That's just not my vibe. So thank you, Kim, for being back and bring the energy and the joy to your tone of voice versus the lack of joy in my
2: <laughs> tone. Hey, you're welcome. I've been doing this for a long time. This being uh, yeah, being an enthusiastic Pos- person, pod- I guess. And
0: a podcaster. So
2: Yeah. Well, I started acting at a very young age, so. I think that answers a lot of the so you're questions. Act, you're about acting my like you're
0: enthusiastic. You're not actually enthusiastic. You, you,
2: I guess, you, we'll you. never know. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. mm. No, I awesome. am enthusiastic. Yeah. There's None. there's always so much going on uh, in the world of Asians in baseball. This week was absolutely no different. There was so much going on again. Yep. Who do we want to start with? Anybody have any like strong feelings?
1: Let's start with Macho Man.
2: Macho man, all okay. right? Macho
1: man. So, you know, Red Sox fans being Red Sox fans and probably being the second worst fan base after the Yankees, let's be real. Um, Phillies.
0: Oh, sorry, Kim.
1: Oh, <laughs> would you say, would you? Okay, sorry, John. Okay. Maybe, maybe the Phillies are the second worst. But, you know, Red Sox is up there, right, in terms of their fan base on the unhappy scale and there was a lot of chatter in the past couple of weeks about Masataka Yoshida you know Red Sox fans are saying oh he's not producing enough we just spent so much money on him he's not as good as uh he you know he's not as good as people say that he is the same old same old of oh Nippon League hitters can't actually hit against MLB pitchers after three
0: weeks they're already saying that
1: yeah, well, go on Twitter, the cesspool of humanity, and I'd rather not. And Red Sox fans just taking a a good chunk of it. Surprisingly, um, it wasn't a Yankees fan for once. But so, Macho Man on April twenty third, he does something very unique that only a select number of MLB players have been a part of, which is hitting two home runs in the same fucking inning and the second being a grand slam so you're Insane. welcome Re- you're welcome red sox fans Mazza was like
2: fuck you fuck you all go get fucked fuck yourselves i'm gonna hit the, the i'm gonna do something that okay red sox fans you know who you guys like big poppy so what am i gonna do i'm gonna be the first person to do something that big poppy did big poppy was the last Red Sox player to hit, two, uh, to hit two home runs in the same inning. That was in 2008. And as far as I know, he did not hit one of them as a grand slam. I didn't look it up, but that's just
0: my assumption. Yeah.
2: So yeah. that's like some big, pardon my French, even though I said fuck a lot. It's a big dick energy to come out and be like, not only two home runs, one of them's a grand slam.
1: And he just had that smile on his face with his very shiny teeth, very shiny, very white.
2: <laughs> Tell Are us those... what toothpaste you're using. Yeah. Yes. Man,
1: that is that is great. And
0: he's so... a left handed hitter and Fenway is a friendly is a right handed hitter's dream. You know, that the big mo- the, the green monster is, is very shallow. You just have to sort of chip it over the wall. But to center and, and right, you know, it's a it's a big field, so To do it as a left-handed hitter in that ballpark, pretty epic.
1: So, I want uh, an apology from Red Sox fans.
0: Yeah, you're not going to get
1: it. No, we're not going to get it. But y'all can suck uh, Masataka Yoshida's metaphorical dick, and also ours. You can suck our metaphorical dick, too. Yeah, because
2: also, just, just, I want to, I just want to, like, put these stats out there for those of you who, who are stats people. Um, the Red Sox fans are out of their mind because in the last seven games, this man is 13 for 25 with a 520 average, three home runs, 10 RBIs. And in the last three games, he's 6 for 9, nice, with a 6.67 average. So, any young y'all on Twitter that have a problem, I don't know what your problem You, you You're taking it out on the wrong no, guy.
1: No, it's not good enough. Oh, it's
2: and enough. also, I just... You know,
1: if we're going to just stay up to date on these stats, uh, guess who fucking Homer today against the Orioles? <laughs> oh, was it Masataka Yoshida? Yes, well, it, it must was be. fire. So
2: this this must be like an eight. Uh, he was going into today having an, a seven game winning streak, so that this must be his eight games winning streak now, or hitting streak <laughs> now. Yeah, and also that that home run, four hundred and twelve feet. Wow! Yeah. Suck it. Right into the Twitter handles of the people who are haters. Right at you. That's
1: right. Macho man is right. He
2: just needed to get acclimated
1: a little bit. He started off the season strong. He just got a little injured. Yeah, he struck out against Shohei Otani. But guess what? 90% of people on the MLB are going to strike out against Shohei. Yeah. Yeah,
2: You're you're just not going to... Less than 1% of people are not striking (laughs) out against Shohei Otani right now. Yeah, Yeah. and...
1: And then you know, he he just fucking hits two home runs in the same inning, one of them is a grand slam. If he'd hit two grand slams, then he would have been like Tatis Senior against yeah, the only Puck other Tano. player.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah, that was that's we, we that's like not that. great. That's, that's a, a that's, that's a painful a that's a painful that. memory that's, for that's our podcast. Not, that that's not from, great for us. Really, yeah.
2: really good hitting, but really bad for us. I also just want to point out. I don't know if any of y'all heard this, but um. Uh, On Monday morning, after this two-home run inning, after he hits the the, uh, uh, go-ahead solo home run and then, like, blows the game wide open with a grand slam, on Monday morning, Alex Cora texted him in Japanese. He used Google Translate to write write something to uh, Masataka Yoshida in Japanese, um, and he just wrote, great game, keep it going. And I just thought that was really nice, even though Alex Cora, you know, part of the... uh, he was suspended for some games for cheating, but uh, I thought that was a really nice, nice gesture.
1: Yeah. Indeed. Uh hot tip to Alex Cora. Maybe don't use Google Translate. Uh... You know, Papa Go is there that's a little bit more friendly and also has the honorific button that you can use when mm. you're translating. Um, actually, I don't know how great it is for Japanese. It's great for Korean, but I'm just assuming you can translate into Japanese on that app, too. Anyway, just uh, make sure. Just a sure, suggestion. Just yeah. a suggestion. For, try for it everyone. out. Yeah. yeah, just try it out. And also... Always, when you're translating on Papago, please use the honorific because you don't want to be using informal speech versus formal speech. Anyway, back to baseball. But it's a nice,
2: it's a nice gesture, a nice gesture. when when he's yeah. trying to he's trying to connect, and yeah. so he can keep getting he can keep getting better at it. Hopefully, he gets up to Manny's level of being able to say some say some phrases. Um, but what uh, I, I think a nice a nice transition here from the Red Sox fans doing massa dirty is um, I I have been shocked at least at what I've been reading and admittedly I'm not on Twitter, but the Yankees fans have been surprisingly understanding of Anthony Volpe's uh, last week in baseball. Well. Where were
1: all of y'all last year with Isaiah Kiner-Falafa? Um, I don't appreciate this. And also, as Scott revealed last week, he is of baseball royalty, so I really don't understand it. Hmm. Well, Volpe kind of came through today, especially as the Yankees uh, crushed the fucking twins. And uh, Volpe had three RBI today, so...
2: Three seems for like, three.
1: Yeah, three for three. And Higashioka was playing, and... He was one for five yeah, though. Had,
0: the Yankees had three Asians in the lineup today, so
1: Yes, against Kentamaeda, who we will talk later. Yeah. That and, was that was rough. Yeah. 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 That's he's the just, bad
2: part of this all. Yeah. That's yeah. the bad
1: part. But uh it seems like he's he's doing okay. Well, you know the thing is is that because I think the reason why Yankees fans are so understanding of Volpe is because the Yankees are pushing him as the next Derek Jeter. The yeah. marketing, totally. the 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 way that the media is responding to him, it, you know, they're, they're just really positioning him for that. So I guess that's, and they don't know he's Asian. So that's, yeah. And,
2: yeah, he's also, he's 21. He's the same age as Derek Jeter when he was a rookie. So I think they draw a lot of parallels from that. But I was just, I was simply shocked um, because he did, uh, on Sunday, commit his first error in Major League Baseball against Toronto, and then he proceeded to make two more errors in the two consecutive games. So that's three errors in a row, um, which, you know, is he's still adjusting. We're not mad at him for that. Um, uh, It it was, but the errors were rough. Each error led to an unearned run. And then each game they lost. Um, It's not entirely on him, obviously, but just like if you're a Yankees fan who it feels to us is often looking for ways to be really hard on some of these guys, um I was just very surprised that yeah. that the response was not more brutal.
0: Yeah, they were hard on Jeter. You know, the knock on him was his defense was kind of inconsistent. Um and so he would get Jeter would get booed if he made, you know, a couple of errors. So yeah, interesting. Hmm.
1: Fascinating. Fascinating. But let's w- go back on to something that's a little bit more positive is that okay? Yeah. Um, sure. Let's talk about who's on fire right now.
2: Who is on fire right now? Connor right.
1: Joe is on yeah.
2: fire right Still
1: still Still on fire. Continuing to man, a three run Homer. He is let's let's let me pull up let me pull up the stats. Why? Uh-huh, because uh-huh. we like we like the stats. He is well today actually he got
2: he is he's batting three five seven right now. Three five 357. seven. And if you are listening Three, five, um, and, and you're not familiar with batting averages, um, 357, anything over 300 is extremely good. Stellar. Extreme. And we are still early on in the season, um, but 357 is still extremely good. There's guys out there hitting, you know, 100, 200 right now.
1: It's true. <clears throat> he is just brandishing that sword, that little plastic sword after all of <laughs> these homers. Yeah. He's doing yeah. great. I'm really, he's I'm really it. excited for him, because you know, last year he started off strong with the Rockies, and then right. kind of after the All Star break, he kind, faded, break, yeah. he, kind of, he faded, and then he came into this season. He was injured. Um, I think he's a new dad, new city, yeah. living in Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. Yeah, yeah. I mean, no, no <laughs> offense love, to our we listeners. In, in, on this we love Pittsburgh. On this, we love
2: Pittsburgh. Um, I love PNC Park. It's incredible. Have you guys been there?
0: I have not. I've never been.
2: It's so so beautiful. Everybody says it's the one of the most
1: beautiful ballparks in the country. Because I was watching the game. I was watching a couple of his games this weekend, and the commentators always talk about how beautiful the ballpark is. Um, Nice. It's it's very, very nice. But he is,
2: he is doing quite, quite well. I am, I am excited
1: for Connor Joe.
2: Yes, and also who is crushing it, uh, somebody who is, I think, exceeding expectations in a big way is Blake Sable. Oh, um, Blake Sable. Blake Sable, Rule 5 draft pick, they cannot let this guy off the roster. He has to stay on, and he, regardless of that, he has definitely earned it. Yep. Um, in, in their last game against St. Louis, Blake Sable, down to his last strike, The uh, the Giants are down. Um, against St. Louis, down to his last strike. He hits a massive two-run walk-off home run to dead center field, and the Giants go fucking insane. It is so... Uh, it's like... It's an incredible... It's a, a very incredible hit.
1: I just hey, loved how... I just love how the Giants responded to Blake after his yeah. walk-off. They were just all at home plate... The Gatorade was flying. The water was flying. It was like was, it was think, a playoff game. Yeah. Yeah. It, like yeah. Sean hit in his glorious hair was just rustling in the wind because he was jumping up and down so much because he was yeah, so excited for Blake. And it was it was truly it, – it's – and and they were wearing their really cool City Connect jerseys that I really like. Yeah, those are tight. So, yeah, those are pretty tight. And he just had the biggest smile. And and then you know like he is this Samoan guy who wears these you know black framed glasses, little nerdy but very cute. He's not a bad looking guy. He's quite yeah, attractive. Yeah, of course. And he's just yeah. And and ugh, I'm just so happy for him. You know what's and also this past weekend we got to see the Samoan battery make its second appearance again. Mm-hmm. Which was pretty which was pretty cool. So um we'll talk more about that in when we talk about the pitching, um, because that meant that Shamanaya pitched. Um he yeah. That was that was pretty great to watch. Sorry, uh, Darren. I know you hate the Giants with all But that you of gotta might. give it
2: up. It, I mean I it hope was for at least for the individuals. Yeah.
0: And let me just say I'm pretty sure we can make this claim that we're the only baseball podcast that talks about the physical attractiveness of the players. Um That is probably sort of true. Hot or not segment of the <laughs> Asians in baseball. Um
1: Well, I'm yeah. pretty much everyone's hot. Yeah. Except for Begiuon. Um He's not, he is not on the hot list.
0: He's been disqualified from the list.
2: Yeah, he's, he's, yeah, he's he's not, he's not eligible. Yeah. Yeah, Um, he, yeah, all my sons, very, very handsome, very handsome boys. They have some very (laughs) handsome boys out there. Yeah. And they're, and they're doing a good, they're doing a good job. We got a lot of guys out here doing a good job. That's right. Yeah.
1: Well, while we're still talking about Blake Sable because the Giants last night were playing against the Cardinals, um, Tommy Edmund and Lars Newbar continue to do, continues to do very well. Um, Can't speak, I don't know English grammar anymore, but okay, let me try that again. Tommy Edmund and Lars are 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 still on their hot streak yesterday. Are doing well. Oh my God, Jesus Christ! I yeah, remember, I guys. I English was not my first language. Gibberish was. Um, <laughs> yesterday, yesterday, Tommy Edmund was the homered against um, against the Giants. Lars Newbar continues to hit pretty well and continues to hit homers. So it's good to see that our our Hoppe boys on the Cardinals are still performing, even though Blake Sable did.
2: Walk off against them.
1: Yeah. But, you
2: know. Yeah. Yeah. But, but Lars returning from the IL, like he, he was doing it. He threw this absolute missile from deep right field to second to get uh, somebody. I don't know if he was trying to steal a base or if it was just part of the regular gameplay, mm-hmm. but really, really accurate arm. Um, and also uh, in, in Lars Newt bar Asians in baseball news, he got to meet Ichiro last Friday um, when St. Louis was playing in Seattle. And that was a really cute moment, I thought. And uh, Lars also got a signed Ichiro jersey. He like asked one of the clubhouse attendants to go to the store for him during the game and buy him a jersey so that he could ask Ichiro <laughs> to sign it. And then he said about it, he said, I've got no shame. I've got no shame about something like that. It's Ichiro Suzuki. I'm not going to pass up that opportunity.
0: Yeah, it wouldn't be a good look if he was spotted in the Mariners gift shop buying a Mariners jersey, um, you know, as, a, as an opposing player visiting the town. So, <laughs> yeah, I think
2: people would understand. He said his <laughs> mom was like a huge fan of, of Ichiro too. So nice. well, it was, that was really sweet. Okay,
1: but more importantly, did Lars Nubar bow when he met
2: Ichiro? I didn't. I didn't, yeah, the, we I didn't see the. I didn't see a full video. I just saw like a little clip of them already mm. in the process of talking. Mm. So okay,
1: I will have to quickly look this up to see if Lars Nupar um, bowed to Ichiro because you don't have any more excuses now, Lars. When you meet the OG players like Ichiro, you gotta bow. You know yeah, this. playing for The W. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I feel
2: like he probably knows. Yeah, he
1: must know. His mom knows
2: by now. So. Yeah.
1: Okay. Well, you never know because sometimes you see you see these guys who are American born and they meet their heroes and they don't necessarily bow and I'm like, "What do you
3: do?" Oh, yeah.
1: uh, That's a mistake. Yeah, this is also to the Korean uh, American the American born players who are meeting the Korean heroes. You I I'm I hope Tommy Edmond also bowed up uh, Pakctono when he met him in, in Korea for the WBC. Any anyway, anyway we can move on besides from that rant. Look at <laughs> look at us trying to make this more about baseball stats.
2: Let's see. What else do do we have? What else do we have here? We got a lot of base stealing. A lot of good base stealing happening. Stephen Kwan's been stealing bases. Bejuwon's been stealing bases. Anthony Volpe's been stealing bases. Um, Stephen Kwan and uh, Bejuwon are currently in a five-way tie for seventh uh, in stolen bases in the league with seven stolen bases. And Anthony Volpe's currently tied for fifth with eight stolen bases. Wow, yeah. those guys are fast. They're fast. They're like the bag is what two percent bigger. We're those gonna corners, go for
1: it. yeah. Those bigger corners, rounded corners, make it make it easier to yeah to stay on. There,
0: there was a time in the, like the late '80s, early '90s, where you know Ricky Henderson and Vince Coleman and all these guys, if they got on, they were stealing at least second. You know, it, and they would have over a hundred steals a year. And we haven't come anywhere near that in the last, you know, 10, 15 years.
2: I wonder how much it'll go up this year with the bigger bags. I mean, I will say that this is one of the rules that have been implemented that I don't dislike.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's more exciting.
2: Yeah. It's just keeping it. Yeah. Keeping it. Keeping it exciting. Giving them more opportunities. Yeah. Um. To move, go back a little bit. I know we mentioned IKF earlier, but I just wanted to shout out. He made this like very, very incredible diving catch last Thursday against the Angels. Luckily, it wasn't against Shohei, but it was against the Angels. Um, I don't know if you all saw this, but I'll I'll we'll link it when we post the episode. But he's like sprinting in from the outfield and then completely lays out to catch this ball, and his arm is like twisted backwards. It's oh, yeah. incredible, and in. in Ending, ending, catch.
1: Nice, really nice stuff. He also got a hit at that game in two RBIs. So that that was a pretty yeah. good game for for our boy right there. Um, and and he's still, because he's we're still pre, he's still good. He's
0: still good. He's, he's always still, been good. Yeah. He was good last year. He was, yeah. Just hasn't really had a. He kind of got lost his position to a you know a, the next Derek Jeter. So. But yeah,
2: he's good out there in outfield so, you know, he's doing it. He's still making He's making the, the most. Plays. Right on. Yeah. Um in sad in sad news, our friend Yu Chang unfortunately is on the IL. Um mm. he exited the game uh with he started to like I guess have like pain in his hand during an at bat and um he has a fracture of a bone that I don't know how to pronounce. Um H-A-M-A-T-E. The
0: hamate bone, yeah.
2: The hamate bone. Um, uh, so he's fractured that bone, um, and according to Alex Cora, he will likely have surgery Thursday. Um, he's on the 10-day IL, but he's expected to miss six weeks for this. So
0: yeah, apparently it's a really small After bone he hit all of those injured.
2: homers. Yeah. It's probably the homers that did it. His hand was working <laughs> too hard.
0: <laughs> well, it's usually a foul ball that does it. Um, when you hit it off the handle, it really mm. hurts.
2: Where um, is the bone I, in the hand? Uh,
0: I want to say because this is it's an it's not uncommon for bat- hitters to to injure this bone. Hmm. I can't remember where it is, but it's usually you know you fouling off the hands and it really hurts. And because oh. if you hit a home run, you 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 don't even feel that it goes off the sweet spot of the barrel. It's just a sound and a, and a light thud on your hands. But yeah, if you hit one, you know closer down the handle, that shit hurts that's in it yeah like just last mm-hmm. night we saw shohei do that and he was like shaking his hand
2: probably worried about his ham-tay. ham whatever it's called
0: ham-y.
2: i obviously didn't go to medical school i know you all were wondering um, whether or not well, I, was I only know because i'm a doctor. baseball
0: fan otherwise i would never have heard of this bone so um
2: wow
1: not your model yeah. minorities good job yeah, that's guys. right
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. exactly <laughs> All right. Do we have any anything else with our position players that we want to talk about before we move on to the pitchers?
1: Let's move on to the pitchers.
2: All righty. Let's let's talk about what's relevant today. We're recording this on Wednesday, and unfortunately, uh, K- Kendamaeta has has had a, a couple of rough outings.
3: Yeah. yeah.
1: So last. Me. Yeah. It is your fault. It is your fault. I'm I agree. A, because I got every-
0: excited. I turned on my TV at 10 a.m. And there's Kenta on the mound. And the first thing he does is he strikes out Volpe. So I'm like, okay, this is. And then the next. Yeah, like, but remember last time when laser you. Laser beams all over the field. So like Naomi blamed me. And then. So then I tried to like correct and say, I have a really good feeling. You know, then I was like, let's just go full on. And
2: I don't think him. that the curse is that nuanced, Scott. I, I think know. it's just like it just simply happens. the. No, yeah. I,
0: it, I already start Set the wheels in motion. So my bad. My yes. Bad. Ten runs in three so, innings. <laughs> nah. So yeah, yeah,
1: we we gotta kind of talk about what's going on with um Kenta Maeda because last um last Friday against the Red Sox, uh, Maeda was taken out after the second inning because uh, so I forgot which Red Sox batter, but um, the ball hit his ankle. He had some pain. He had to be taken out of the game after um after the second inning. So. Unfortunately, he got the loss because he gave up the first two runners um, in, in that. But before, I will say, you
2: know, I, I, w- I just want to say really quick to his credit, in that game, he gets smoked by this lime drive, and then he goes and gets the, he picks up the ball and throws it for the out, and then he crumples to the ground. So he did still, you know, he, <laughs> he still got, got the out. The out. He, he, he was like, I'm going to see this yeah, through. Yeah,
1: tough. Yeah, so... Then today, you know, right away, the Twins, They Rocco, the manager of the Twins, says, you know, Kenta Maeda, it's, he says he's not in that much pain. He should be good to go for today's start against the Yankees. And right now, Minnesota is riding a hide because since 2001, it's the first time the Twins have been beat the Yankees in a series. And I know this is not necessarily Asians in baseball news, but it is Naomi Co news.
2: Yeah, well, I mean, we, it's Asians in baseball. We're, we're Asian fans of baseball. There you go. It's yeah, relevant.
0: Whatever we're looking
2: yes. at. Yes. And
1: because, you know, there is there was a smile on my face yesterday for a brief moment. I thought yesterday was going to be yeah. a great day for Minnesota sports that we were going to beat, uh, we were going to, beat the nuggets we lost in basketball we lost in hockey anyway so at least the twins we have that anyway so today uh back to kinta he he is struggling and right now he is actually going to get his elbow um x-rayed because he i thought it was his back his back and i guess but um MLB is reporting that he's going to get his uh, elbow x-ray, too, yeah. oh my God. just to make was, sure that it, it doesn't have to do something with his recent Tommy John surgery. Yeah, because oh,
0: he was throwing sliders that, you know, we were talking about the sweeper last week or two weeks ago. <clears throat> he was throwing sliders that were basically just 80 mile an hour fastballs that that didn't move. And so the Yankees just lit him up today. So and he was throwing them right down the middle about belt high about 82 miles an hour just these spinning balls that weren't breaking so it's
2: the home run derby yeah
0: he was throwing bp today
1: yeah so he and now he's on the il at least for 15 days they're reporting he's on the 15 day il
0: so that's when it's like you're you're relieved that it's possibly an injury that's not that he's like losing his skills right right um so this is a reason
1: but but this is sad because you know he was supposed this was supposed to be his comeback year he of course as many people know was shortlisted for he was a finalist for the cy young for the al cy young back in 2019 he has been the ace for the minnesota twins ever since he joined and then when he got tommy john surgery twins pitching severely suffered and now we're suffering again because he he might be injured so we are wishing you a very healthy and speedy recovery kenta we miss you i miss you and so Naomi does most of all
0: Naomi, but me most, most of, all. of all but the but we'll give him the asians in baseball bump so we'll see if that helps
1: yeah yeah a lot of people need the asians in baseball bump Speaking who, about who else needs
2: the Asians in baseball bump here?
1: Oh man, Fujinami needs the Asians in baseball bump. It has.
2: I'm happy family. about this. I'm happy about this.
1: <laughs> oh, okay. But I'm not happy for his confidence. I mean, yeah. it, it must. It must suck. Yeah, coming to America, coming to the A's, and then mm. finding out that you know. Your pitching is not great. You have one of the highest ERAs on the team with the highest ERA yeah. in, uh-huh. in the league. Your team is moving now to Las fucking Vegas. So your fan base is pissed. They're already pissed. but The four of them
2: that were pissed. left. Yeah. <laughs>
1: and, yeah, he's, and he's then, not
2: been set up for success. Yeah.
1: And then being are, de- demoted to the bullpen. Now, yes, Kim, you've mentioned this multiple times before that many people – think that he's more suited to be a reliever, but it must just suck for your self-confidence to come in and, and supposed to be... You know, I blame Shohei for this, because everybody oof, has so oof, many, oof.
2: Oh, it's oh. getting real. It's getting real in here, you guys. <laughs>
0: domestic issues here.
1: Okay. Mm. No, but it's hard, because like people were the media, and people had such high expectations, not only of Fujinami, but also of Senga. You know, Shohei has completely uh, well,
2: it, the Shohei expectations blew are the curve. so high
1: yeah. Cur- he
0: yeah. blew yeah. the curve he's blown it for everyone so though, no, too, not just Asians yeah,
2: yeah to be fair <laughs> I know that that
1: is true but to be a Japanese pitcher who's entering yeah. the MLB now hearing for two years in a row about the phenom you know the once yeah. in three lifetimes best player yeah. Shohei Otani and then you get you get demoted oh. to reliever status uh, yeah San, San and is it, good. it's rough for his
2: bank account too because you know you gotta meet certain contract requirements I, I I am happy I I'm happy about this not because I'm happy to see him get demoted obviously um and I completely agree with what you're saying that it's like definitely an ego blow and and a confidence blow um but I think that he will like be able to based on what we've seen so far, I just feel like he's going to find so much more success as a reliever. And hopefully that will mean that after his one year contract with the A's, he'll be able to get out and go somewhere else. As opposed to if they just keep him as a starter, he keeps struggling and then he gets let go after this year. Nobody else picks him up and he, you know, goes back to Nippon league or whatever. So I'm hopeful that this will be, this will provide like a better path for him to succeed. Cause yeah he's just not being set up for success right now Yeah,
0: no one is in oakland <laughs> uh, yeah for all the crap we talk about anaheim not showing up for for otani <laughs> i can't imagine at least it's not oakland where you know 2500 people show up on a, on a weeknight so yeah could be worse
1: hey but don't worry the a's can always play the angels to make them feel better about their pitching situation, well,
0: it, was a, it was a it was a fight to see who was worse the other night, so um
1: Yes. Yeah. The race anyway. to the bottom. Yeah.
2: <laughs> A's versus the Angels. Each team being um, like, no,
0: you should win. No, you should win. No, it's very,
2: should, yeah, very yeah, very, very it feels very Asian to be like, no, yeah, no. no, no. Here. You you, t- you, you. go
0: yeah. ahead, score, score well, show- some more. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: So uh l- you know, let's give Fujinami also the Asians in baseball bump, just so he can settle into this new position well, and then go lights out for a couple innings. Show him what show show that MLB what you got, homie. Show yeah, what, show them. And what they you said
2: got. they they said it's not impossible that he that they're, it's they're still open to him coming back into the rotation. Yeah, it's not so. like
0: they have anyone else.
2: Yeah, <laughs>
1: that's <laughs> true. We have watched A's pitching and it. You know he's not the only person in that starting rotation who has double digit ERA. Like, yeah. Absolutely not.
0: Yeah, yeah. So now that Angels you know, game he's... where it was like eleven to tw- ten or ten to twelve and eleven, it was just like each pitcher was just bringing a can of gasoline to the fire. It was just more heat, more fire, more.
1: Yeah, it was. Yeah.
2: Somebody else was how a. To... Ab- oh, go ahead.
1: Oh no! Go ahead, Kim.
2: No, I was just going to say somebody gonna... else who's having a, t- a tough time right now. Maybe we are going to transition into the same thing. Is Sean Manaya mm-hmm. is is not also not being set up for success right now a little bit? He's uh, his his last his last start, which was last Thursday. Um, he only pitched three point two innings, four hits, five earned runs, three walks, three strikeouts, and then on Tuesday, yesterday, he was supposed to start and. Gabe Kapler decided to have an opener, and then instead of starting, he only pitched one inning.
3: Hmm. Huh.
0: That's interesting.
2: So, um. Hmm. That, All right.
1: hmm. Okay. All right. That is concerning. Is he thinking about putting Manaya into
2: uh, the bullpen? Well, like what, what the Padres I'm, did with him
1: last year.
2: What I'm confused about is like, so I was reading about this and whoever was reporting MLB or whatever was like, Gabe Kepler does sometimes just use an opener, but I'm like, it's not really an opener if that person pitches one inning and then the starter only pitches one inning after that. Then he's just coming in and out of the bullpen. Yeah,
0: that's like two openers. Or uh, Yeah. I've never, yeah. Is that yeah. a term, opener? Like. All right. well they
2: started using it a few years ago um i can't remember what team maybe it was like the rays or something kevin cash are using it the hmm. opener i don't want to maybe maybe that's a miscredit um but you know one guy come in to pitch uh to pitch uh one inning and then usually you have a couple of like long relievers in the middle um hmm. but it's just weird <sighs> to do when Mania is an actual starter. And going back to what you were saying before about like Fujinami's like confidence and like mindset is like, God, that's got to be so hard for Sean to like keep getting yanked back and forth between starting and relieving and like, oh, you're starting, but there's going to be an opener, but now you're only going to go one inning and like, like what the hell's going on here?
0: Yeah. Interesting.
2: You know, you can't have the second
1: because when Minaya was pitching against the Mets that day. That was the second time the Samoan battery made its appearance. So like, what are you doing, homie? Stop it. This is history making moments. Just let it. just let the man pitch. Just give him a chance. Let the Samoan battery get get their first win.
2: <laughs> yeah, again we're not that far into the season. It's like yeah. my goodness, let these people settle in. Oh uh, so um
1: Senga in that game when Against the Giants, did not have a great, you know, a great game. He he gave up four runs, but he still won the game, and and that's because the Mets, yeah, because they can hit wow. behind him. Yeah,
3: yeah. I
1: know, yeah. and I'm just and when I was kind of following that game, I was like, see, this is what all our guys need, especially you, fucking Darvish. Like, if if the Padres well, can finally start got his hitting, first win though, I, yep, I know, but he. He got injured and he had to be taken out of the game after the fifth inning because because there's some kind cramp. of cramp. But I, that was really yeah. scary for a moment yeah, because I was okay. just like, "No, you." But you know he he has he has the strength because you know as we say he got dad strength and he's got a lot of fucking kids so he can he can yeah make so he's work, got extra strength.
2: It is really fucked yeah. up that he gets his first win of the season when he doesn't have a spectacular outing. He walked five guys, like, <laughs> uh, like it's not his best outing, and he got the win. And on uh, like other games where he has twelve strikeouts, he gets the loss because his fucking team can't hit. It's very, yeah. oh, it's not great.
0: They'll start hitting, but yeah, I hope for him.
2: Kikuchi is also a guy who um, he's he's luckily <sighs> had some hitting behind him. Yeah. Um, he's 3-0 and on the season right now. Nice. Uh, yeah, and today so he was dominant
1: good. on the mound. Um, eight strikeouts today, no hits. Wow. Nice. And the only ER that he had after that really bad outing with the Angels. But somehow, you know, the Angels were winning, but then Angels' bullpen came in and did what they did, so he didn't get the loss for that. That was a no decision for uh, Kikuchi, but... Um, he, the only earned run that he got uh, besides the Angels game was against the Yankees, and that was last Friday. And he struck out Aaron Judge in that nice. same game, too. So, you know, lots of confidence. We're excited for you, Kikuchi. Um, he did... He, when the reporter asked what was the difference between, you know, this year versus last year, because as we mentioned before, Kikuchi really struggled last yeah. year and was actually demoted to the bullpen. But... Don't worry, Fujinami. You could be like a You can yeah. rise from the bullpen and back onto the start starting rotation. Um, he said that, um, uh, what, what he's trying to do is that he's just trying to keep himself mentally level instead of trying to throw at 110% to escape jams. And he, he told, uh, he told a reporter that I was putting a little too much strength into my pitches, so I just reminded myself to be relaxed every time I'm facing hitters.
0: It's working. 4-0, 3.00 yeah. ERA. It's, it's like night and day compared to last year.
2: And that's what we were talking about again, like about the mindset. Like he... Uh, I don't know what w- w- I it, like. I don't know what adjustments that he made, like mentally and physically, last year when he was demoted to the bullpen. But like, what you know, it, it has obviously worked for him, um, and he's been able to re- regain that confidence. And so, hopefully, these other guys, Sean and uh, Fujinami, can get that too. Yep.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So. Speaking about dominant pitching, we can talk about the most dominant pitcher in the MLB right now. I don't know sure. who you
2: could be talking about. Oh, yeah. really?
1: Um, he also hit a couple home runs this past weekend, too. Oh, is it Shohei Otani? Ah, wow. It's getting Just ridiculous. So let- like, what yeah.
0: can, what is there in the English language to say about what he's doing this year? Because it's... As if, we, we, you know, each year we're like, can he, can he keep this up? He's not only keeping it up, he's getting better.
1: He's getting better. It's so crazy. Wait, I, I will have to say the one thing he is not doing well this year, that he did very well the first, you know, in the 2021, in the 2022 season, stealing bases. He hasn't stolen as many bases as he did well, last, year last year and the year before. Night. Yes, but he also got caught a bunch. He got picked off a yeah, lot, and no, he got he's, caught he's
0: stealing. Well,
2: he can't be good at everything. So, yeah, Naomi. So, why are you so you know, critical of your man? <laughs> I'm just I'm like just pointing out that
1: it's just that sometimes when his pitching is unbelievable and he's still an unbelievable hitter, you cannot be great at other things. So I guess and there's still, that. he's like, still
2: pretty good at all of the other things.
0: Yeah, he's not bad.
2: He's, yeah, that's... Yeah.
1: I mean, he. We're getting to the point where he's not even becoming a legendary player anymore. He, I don't know, like he's going. He's in the pantheon of baseball gods now. Like, if he can get yeah. through this season. Um, so,
0: so we were talking before we started. About that. We were we're having we have some new listeners who aren't necessarily baseball fans, but they so. When when I say he has a 0.64 ERA, first of all that's ridiculous. That means every 9 innings he's giving up 0.64 runs. So so ERA is calculated based on every 9 innings pitched a, a full baseball game. You know, if if you have if you're under 2, you're doing you're you're up for the Cy Young. If you're under 3, you're probably a number 1 or number 2 starter. 0.64 is, for an entire month is ridiculous that's incredible
2: yeah he's currently number two in the league in era yes uh, oh, who's um, sunny gray of the Minnesota sunny gray sunny
1: gray from of the Minnesota twins because his he's at 0.62 era so and that's because the, he threw a, so
0: three yeah. h- hundredths of a po- point in era difference
1: yeah that's a basically a it's tie. uh yeah, well, Sonny Gray, while doing great things for the Minnesota Twins, yeah, thank how many you, Sonny home Gray, runs? Um, it? he ha- he can't fucking probably hit for shit, and he probably can't. He's probably not the fastest runner in the MLB because I think Shohei still has the fastest home to first base. Um, yeah, time, and he even though Bediwan is uh, giving Shohei a little run for. For his money on that, but still, you know, Bejiwan is a woman beater and uh, can't pitch for, sh- for shit. Anyway, but, you know, Shohei Otani on Friday, he he's back on the mound. He's back in Angel Stadium. He's in Anaheim. I don't think there's that many people, maybe 20,000 people. Ridiculous. This is not how you're going to keep this man in that franchise, but it's okay. He's going go to go to a place seems that... generous. Yeah. Um, and he... So this start is a little unique because, you know, the Angels, they're on a six-man rotation. Um, For our new listeners, typically most MLB teams are on a five-man rotation for their starting pitchers. But because of how unique Shohei is as a two-way player, they, you know, you got to accommodate an extra day of rest for Shohei. But he's on a three-day rest because the last time he pitched was on Monday morning against the Red Sox. But because of the rain delay, um, he could only really pitch two innings and then, you know... Your arm warms up and then, you know, injuries can happen, especially as it was...
0: You can't fire it back up. Yeah. yeah.
1: And obviously you can see how bad um, injuries can get as Angel's star catcher Ohapi is now out for almost the rest of the season because he just got surgery on his shoulder or his back or I don't know, he got surgery somewhere. Anyway, um, Shohei Otani strikes out 11. He has seven scoreless innings. And then when he comes up in the eighth inning to bat, to bat, right away, right away, line drive right down center, and he gets on base. And it's it's just nuts because he had two innings back to back where he struck out the side, which was something that he said earlier in the season, saying, "I'm not doing as great as I thought I was because I haven't struck out the side yet." So at this game, he he did it twice, just so he could prove it to himself, I guess. <laughs> and and with one of the pit, one of his pitches was a 98 mile per hour four seam that painted, painted the side, and then after that, he struck out the uh, Kansas City player by throwing a 71 mile per hour curveball. Right yeah. after a 98-mile-per-hour right hour
0: forcing Newer pitch.
1: Keeping him off balance. For sure. It's, you know, that, that game was nuts to watch.
0: And he's on it pace to nuts. hit about 35 home runs and drive in 100 runs. So, you know. Whatever,
1: but is he on pace to steal twenty
2: five bases? Yeah, he is. <laughs> Again, let him three. go. Let let this, you know <laughs> he can't be good at everything. So he's got Let's see, three. Where he Even brings.
0: if he has three every every month, that's you know eighteen. So he's gonna have more than three you know stolen bases in any given month. He's so he he yeah. stole two last night. So yeah, he'll be. That fine. is
1: true. That is true. I predict uh,
0: he'll be 30-30 this year. I think.
2: Let's see. Otani is currently ranked 44th in stolen bases. Oh, yeah, well he's got so three. <laughs> can't be good at everything.
0: Yeah. No, but he'll he's go. He's ranked
2: top five in everything else.
0: Yeah. No, it'll go. That's up. what
2: I'm saying. I'm saying we got to let it go. Like, we can't, you know, stolen bases, he's got to protect no. himself. Stolen base is very dangerous. He has he's got to protect his arms.
1: He, we got to protect those hands. Um Yeah. No, I'm just I'm just poking fun because it's just ridiculous. This look, is we're, sarcasm, guys. Dig to, for because
0: something to criticize him
1: for. Yeah, truly. Because it's just nuts. It's crazy and my my god, like
0: yeah, no, it's
1: it's it's remarkable. It's it's remarkable. And you know, for our newer listeners who said that we do talk about stats, the reason why we talk about stats is because stats is the one way we can show how great Shohei Otani is. Yeah, he struck out Mike Trout at the WBC to win to win the WBC for for Japan. Yes, he looks good in a suit for Hugo Boss, and he's selling New Balance sneakers now. That's that's all great. But what? besides all those great things that regular consumers of media and blah 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 can can enjoy he he it's crazy how good he is just unbelievable of how good he is and what's really funny is that The Angels, because of Shohei and the success that they've been having so far, think that they have a chance to make it to the playoffs this year. So they most Mm. likely will not be trading him at the trade deadline at the All-Star break.
0: Well, it's a long time to August, so we'll (laughs) see. And it's
1: still the Angels.
0: Yeah, there's plenty of time for them to tank. So I'll say this, though. He has not hit his stride hitting. You know, you you know, each season there's like a month where he's just dominant and right now he's in 253 he's got a few homers but we haven't we haven't seen you know his pitching is just ridiculous but yeah even even him not being completely in sync on at the plate he's still you know an elite hitter so
2: yeah yeah he was over
1: four yesterday
2: yeah. That's mm-hmm. what the stats are good for. Is like right. uh, once you once you get like familiar with what is considered a, a good range of st- of of each statistic, then it's a good a good metric of how how well a player is doing and how they're stacking up against other players. Yeah, yeah.
1: So Shohei may have hit a home run on Sunday, but on Tuesday he was 0 for four, and then on Monday he was. Let me pull it up real quick. One one for four, and that. Like that's considered middle of the road for almost everybody in the MLB. Yeah, except well, there's so many gonna... people
0: hitting like 150 right now. So yeah, yeah. So you know, we're talking about the struggles of the other pitchers, or and other batters are slumping. It just it's like ridiculous how good he is. He makes pitching look so easy. You know, it's mm-hmm. and the difference between Otani dominating at zero point whatever six five six four six four. <laughs> And uh, the poor, what's the kid on the A's, um, Fujinami? The the difference between those two pitchers is like millimeters, you know, and and, and spin rates, and it's just like mm. the average person watching would not be able to tell the difference between watching them pitch, but major league major league batters can see, you know, that those those millimeters in in location, and those extra spins of uh, rotations of the baseball mean the difference between a 6 ERA and a 0. 0.65 ERA. And so, yeah, it's yeah. it's incredible.
2: And th- and part of the reason why I, and I've talked about this before, but part of the reason why I don't like the DH, uh, the designated hitter, uh, which is now Universal, they used to have a uh, the designated hitter only in the American League and not in the National League. So in the National League, the pitchers hit. And I miss that, especially with, Shohei being, you know, like going on this tear right now is because people don't realize how bad of a hitter most pitchers were because they <laughs> that was not their focus. A lot of the time the pitcher goes up there and it's like, hey, just try not to get hit with the ball. Like try to just like, yeah. you know,
0: try and turn over the
2: lineup. um But that yeah. I, that's also why I'm like, if you have that comparison and you know that like, oh, Garrett Cole or Sonny Gray, those guys are hitting like, I don't know. .050 yeah. like they're hitting worse than a little leaguer then you then you can see that that contrasts more and you can you can uh understand what he's doing more but since he's the only guy that's doing this right now it's easy to take for granted how good he is at both things. Yeah, yeah and so then, then, then to his pitching to...
0: he 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 doesn't have to face he doesn't get to face opposing pitchers who are batting when he when he plays against the National League so that's an automatic out usually and that used to yeah. be. And so he's as a pitcher, he has to face designated he hitter in both leagues and he's still dominating.
1: Yeah, I guess I guess you guys have a good point. I like that there is a universal DH because that means that Shohei has more options. Um so he's yeah, not just good for Shohei, stuck on a, for sure. Yeah, it's not, you know. I'm looking out for his overall best interest, guys. You put him on the Dodgers. The I totally hear you
2: and I agree. Yes. That's yeah, true, because he's not, to <laughs> he's not gonna come to the twins. He's not gonna come to the twins. Second best thing. What we don't need yeah. is for the tickets of Dodgers games to go up anymore. You yeah. know, like, and if Shohei comes, it will send the ticket price. It will send the ticket It'll price up. up.
0: Yep. Like when I, will, I would, I would just Lakers like to say
2: this and... to
1: Andrew Friedman and Stephen Nelson, all those folks at at the Stephen Dodgers organization, our VIP listeners. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Um excuse we are we are the premier and probably only asian asian baseball podcast so uh we get discounts so excuse yeah, me maybe we've been talking um yeah that would be amazing that that would be great i would also like tickets. to get
0: go- yeah just yeah i'll sit in the blue section up, you know top. yeah
1: i won't because i don't like the sun because i'm a yeah. i want to sit in woman. the shade right.
0: shade we yeah. want shade in the in yeah. the uh third deck maybe maybe the second deck yeah, yeah. Yeah. Lowest level is good. Is
1: but low. if there was no DH in the in the NL, it would have been interesting to see Shohei be in the outfield more often because you know that an AL team would put him in the outfield when they would play at an NL field. Yeah, because just yeah. so they could yeah. get his bat, and that For would sure. just be fun to watch because we never we never really got the taste of it. There are a couple videos on Instagram when. Um, when he got to play the outfield for the Ham Fighters, um, and he would make some, like, cool catches. But it would be nice to see him rob Aaron Judge of a home run instead of Aaron Judge robbing him of a home run, which happened last week. Anyway, that's probably enough Shohei talk. We've talked about him for a long time.
2: Well, on that... Uh, on that note, we will continue our show. Hey, talk uh, next week. We're going to take a little break. And when we come back, one of our favorite players.
0: I think there's two. Hello, I'm Phil Yu, and I'm the host of All the Asians on Star Trek, the
1: podcast in which I interview all the Asians on Star Trek. I'm talking to actors, writers, directors, stunt people, background extras, you know. All the Asians on Star Trek. Find out more at alltheasiansonstartrek.com. Part of the Potluck Podcast Collective. Live long and prosper.
2: All right, we're back. And as Scott pointed out, we are going to profile two guys today. Very rare. We usually only do one at a time, but we just couldn't pass up the opportunity. Uh, today, we're going to talk about one of our favorite players, Tejimon And we will G-Man. also be talking about G-Man, G-Man.
1: Choi. Yeah, G-Man. I don't know who G Man Choi is. That sounds like He's a like... new guy. He's new. Mm. Okay,
2: yeah.
0: cool. You never see them together, which is weird.
2: Yeah. So, oh, that's anyway, a good point. They're on the same that's team. That's a good point.
0: So hmm. um, They're
2: always on the same team. That's right? very strange.
0: Okay, we gotta look into this. Because so, I love me some G Man. Alright,
2: well do you want to talk about what about about what you know about G Man?
0: Okay. I know very little, but I just I when I was researching this this past uh, couple days, I didn't realize he'd never he, had he played ever in in Korea.
1: No, he has I, never played in the KBO. Yeah,
0: so I he didn't came know over that just to play he, in the minors he here. Was,
2: yeah, he was recruited out of high school.
0: Yeah. So. Oh,
2: and also, I just I just want to say, in case anybody is confused, uh, we're we're making fun of Scott for the way that he pronounces Jimin Choi. Yeah, which me is and the rest to, of the country. The yeah, rest of the country of. and uh, the Korean way to pronounce I'm American. His name is, Tejimand, and so they are the same person. Just in case anyone's confused,
0: G-man. It's, like, it's
1: not really the G-man that is annoying. It's how Americans pronounce the last name. Well, che.
0: I'm sorry, I, I did well in phonics, so it's C H O I. I hate it's,
2: romanization. Boy. It's yeah, I was che. Gonna say, it's This is one che. of the this is one of the problems with the like how they how how the variations of how. Korean people spell should have spelled uh, it like Che
0: Guevara or something but
2: anyway
1: anyway so Che Chimon yeah he did not play in the KBO which is very interesting that he went but he always wanted to play in the MLB that's why he was just like peace out I got it yeah so he knew he, how difficult it was going to be. And
0: he, and he had a great beginning. He hit like 380-something, I think, in his first year in whatever, rookie ball or whatever. Um,
1: with the Mariners organization. Yeah, with the Mariners.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, was w- Moved up pretty quickly. And then the theme today with, with G-Man is the DFA. It's like <laughs> every chance a team got, they – they designated him for assignment, even if he was, you know, not doing. I mean, he never did great his first few years. So he had a rough few years where he bounced around. It was like Mariners, uh, Angels.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Yankees. Mm-hmm. Um, before he landed with Tampa Bay. And so no, each, uh, and the Brewers. oh Brewers. Right. So each, at each step of the way, he was hitting about 200 and below and he would, he had a couple of big hits. But it seemed like every time he did something, I was reading the Wikipedia entry and it's like. The narrative is, and then he hit a really big home run, and then the next day he got DFA'd. And then, you know, he he stole a base, and then he got dfa Every It was like DFA, 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 until he lands with Tampa.
2: And designated for assignment, I've tried to explain this before, look it up, but basically it just means that the team was like, you're not, we can't hold you on our roster anymore, so... We're going to put it out there that another team can pick you up. And if they don't pick you up, then you're going to come back to our team on, and go to a minor league team. Right. That's the most concise I've ever explained that. As that opposed was to 40 good minutes. job. Yeah, we need to go back. The, and... the 40 minutes that I tried to explain this before on the podcast. Humiliating. Let's delete that episode. Anyway, that's what DFA means. Um And this, he, he, he's been, he's been DFA'd
0: a lot. Yeah. And we're, we're, I'll just say it. Uh, There's, there's probably a racial component to it, you know, to to not give him, because some teams had him for like a a, a couple weeks, you know, he didn't even have a chance to go into a slump. He was just not performing at a superstar level very quickly. And they, and they would Mm -hmm. pull the trigger and DFA him. Um, So,
3: yeah,
1: it is, it is really disappointing and, you know. G-Mon, while he is not the first Korean-born player to bypass the KBO to play in the major leagues, he is the first Korean player to ever get a hit in the World Series. Wow! As, hey. as G-Mon is part of the Rays right. um, team in mm-hmm. 2020 when they lost, unfortunately, to the Dodgers. Um, but that was very rough. That was very yeah. rough. I have to admit, as a Dodgers fan. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I mean. Like this man, you know, so in 2020, which of course is a great year for the Rays, because for some of the uh, people who aren't very familiar with baseball, Tampa Bay Rays have the lowest payroll in the MLB. They just don't want to pay players. And unlike the Dodgers, where you have Mookie Betts with a 300 million and plus, uh, deal also Freddie Freeman with a 300 million plus deal. You have Aaron judge at the Yankees who has a 300 million plus deal and all. And of course, you know, when we're going to talk about Shohei Otani will most likely get a $600 million deal next year because he's both a pitcher and a, and a batter. So he gets, he gets double the pay, um, in, um, in that year, which was a really great year just for Tampa Bay and a great year about the underdogs. Um, In 2020, against the Blue Jays, uh, Che decides, like, hey, I've never batted right-handed before. Um, Because he typically bats left-handed. And he was just like, maybe maybe I'll try batting right and see what happens. Well, he hits a home run at 109.9 miles per hour at 429 feet. So it's not like this guy isn't good at baseball. He has a lot of power. And as a first baseman, and for a big boy... He's pretty flexible. I mean, there's videos on Instagram and on YouTube of just the compilation of just splits. This-
2: That's the first, the first time that I like that I started paying attention to Tejiman because when I started watching baseball, I wasn't like necessarily invested in, in like, Oh, who's all the Asian people because there just weren't that many. And the first time that I noticed him was because he is able to do the left splits from first base. He's a first baseman. Um, and he's able to do the left splits and reach out and, and you know, get the ball. And it's really wild to watch. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: You have someone like Freddie Freeman, who is a first baseman, you know, won the World Series. Very good, very clutch. And he's a Svelte man. He can't do the splits. Like no he's way. like he okay, I've never so Chichimon, he, he has a little bit of a dump. He has a little bit of a tummy, and Freddie mm-hmm. Freeman is like svelte. He's like a cool drink of water, tall man. Yeah, probably doesn't have that much body fat on him. He, I, I've never seen Freddie Freeman do do the splits like, like Mon can. No.
0: Yeah. So when He's a first baseman good. does that, it's you're basically extending yourself closer to whoever's throwing, and it gives you like a split second. It cuts the ball shorter, to, so to get the runner at first. So, yeah, it's that's. And it, I also are not just doing gymnastics at first. This is the reason. Yeah.
2: I also saw him in one of the compilation videos I was watching in the outfield for the Angels. Yeah, I was like, Chizumon, what are you doing in the outfield, man? What are you doing out there?
1: Stealing homers. That's what he's doing out there. Yeah, he's hardly- making
2: diving diving grabs. Yeah. I wouldn't be
1: surprised if he tried to be like Ichiro and try to climb up, you know, the back fence like fucking Spider-Man. I mean, you know, he that it is sad because there is a racial component to it like Scott said. He you overlook a player like Tetsumon. You think he's unassuming. You don't think he's, you know, he's not like he he doesn't have the athleticism or, you know, of someone like Kim Ha-sung or Wan, who you know when you look at these guys you think yeah they're definitely MLB players. Chejiman just looks like kind of a regular guy. He's just a regular guy yeah. out there with but- very nice skin. Oh god,
2: you know well, Korean people Koreans,
1: yeah. Yeah, he he is taking care. Good for him.
2: Kim Ha-sung is not doing the skincare routine. He's not doing the glass skin glass skin routine the way that Chejiman is.
1: Okay. No. Well. That's, and and you one too. He's that man is tan. Unlike you guys, the sun is trying to kill you, and it gives you wrinkles. <laughs> Sunscreen up anyway. Across the league, honestly, yeah. no, it's a thing. Yeah, but he he just looks like a normal person, and but he comes in clutch. He, yeah. <laughs> I mean, like not. I'm not talking about his face. I'm talking about like his his phys- physique. Yeah. He doesn't. Yeah, he's you a know big you guy. don't he you looks look like Samuel Hung,
0: like... right? Like remember Jackie Chan's pal Samuel Hung, who's like this kind of like <laughs> larger guy, but so athletic, you know. And that's, yeah, G Man Choi. He reminds me of like Tony Gwynn in the, like the middle of his career when he started to put on a little weight. He was still stealing bases. He was still making great plays in in the outfield, and still hitting three fifty every year. Uh, G Man hasn't hit three fifty yet, but he's got the this amazing athletic ability despite his, you know unassuming uh build
2: <laughs> yeah well what, Well. You know, maybe what, he would hit
1: your... 350 if he didn't get dfa'd every fucking year well,
3: yeah
2: yeah and then we were that's what we were talking about earlier too about like the mindset and the ability to like feel like people trust you yeah uh but he's like he, yeah he's he's extremely athletic very very talented and i like him because he's fucking fun yeah he's a fucking fun mm-hmm. guy his to teammates watch.
0: love him apparently
2: yeah and you can see that in all of these celebrations that he ha- uh, that, that are on YouTube, which are very, very much deserved. Yep. Um, You can see how much they, lo- they love him because when he's rounding the bases after he's hit a walk off home run or a Grand Slam or whatever it is, you know, when he's rounding the bases and he's coming in, you can see they're all so joyful yeah. to see him and to celebrate him. And he's just it just looks like he's having the time of his life.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and you know, and he, he so Tejimon is he's kind of like Ichiro in the sense that he can speak English but would prefer to have an interpreter so he's not um, he's not misunderstood in interviews, but he it was reported by uh, a reporter from the MLB whose name I forgot I'm sorry that he loves to translate korean phrases into spanish into portuguese into all of these different languages wow. to accommodate all of the all of the players in the clubhouse but also his some of his former teammates on the rays uh, said that he really loves to teach the latin american players different korean words and phrases and since uh because Uh, these players would also go to Korean barbecue with him. They would say these phrases to the Korean wait staff, and the Korean wait staff was like, You can't say those words. So we know that Chijima is teaching bad
0: phrases
1: and and words to his teammates, which that's funny. He is not your model minority. He is not your model minority. And but it was also reported by his former coaching staff at the Mariners that he has a crazy work ethic. He would show up hours before practice started, and the Mariners' coaches had to kick him out of the batting cage at the end of the day because they didn't want him to injure himself or overexhaust yeah, yeah. himself. Or
0: they want to keep throwing. Yeah,
1: yeah, that that could be it too. So that really, like, he's fun. He has the life of he's the life of the party. I noticed on his Instagram that okay, so this joke. I'm gonna to try to explain it as best as I can. So, Chechi Man's name is Jiman, right? Mm-hmm. But in his Instagram, he switched it, and so his name is Manji. And Manji means touch in Korean. So he has a really great sense of humor. He's able to do <laughs> <laughs> like, 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 you know, you would think like he you would he would write his name as Jiman, right, in uh-huh. Korean, but he wrote Manji. Because it's funny because it's like, oh, I'm going to I'm going to touch like I'm going to bother you. I'm going to touch this blah, blah, blah like that. Oh, so I think not, that's really
0: it's not like a nice touch. It's like a
1: it's like a poke, 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 poke,
2: poke, 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 poke. poke. It's oh. not
1: it's not really a poke, but it's but I mean, manzi can can be it, it's like touch, but it can have like that poke connotation. So that's really I think it's really funny. Me as a Korean person was like, haha, I see what and... you did there.
2: I mean, he see, he does seem very funny I, in one of these compilations that w- I, I'll, I'll link one of the compilations that I was watching because there were a lot of really great moments. But one of them, um, they were showing his first Major League home run, which was with the Angels. And uh, when it's traditional or it's tradition in Major League Baseball, when somebody hits their first Major League home run and comes back to the dugout that the guys ignore him. Um, it's kind of a mean tradition, but that's a tradition. Yeah. And G-Man comes back from hitting his first home run. Everybody's ignoring him, as is the tradition, and so he's just air high fiving. He stoic, absolutely stoic. No, no expression Ooh, on his face, and he's cool just commitment. air high fiving like truly fifty people. He air high fives people, and his teammates are just like watching him, watching him air high five everybody. <laughs> Very funny.
0: Yeah, and he believes in ghosts. He, it was the yes. story where he he was afraid to stay. Well, there's a rumor in it's a hotel in like Milwaukee that. It's one of those hotels that's listed on as like a haunted hotel. Not very nice hotel, and um, apparently he believes in ghosts. He, he so he, he he gave an interview talking about it.
2: Didn't he like stay in a different hotel because he was like I don't want to stay here? Yeah, is
0: that was that what happened? In, I don't, don't yeah. remember.
2: I remember hearing about that though.
0: Wow, that's yeah. So this this big strong man is afraid of ghosts. That's that's kind of endearing. That's. Uh, kind of cool he's relatable
2: he is relatable
0: <clears throat> he's so let just, me just your break everyday down guy his he had a stretch a four and a half year stretch in tampa bay which where he was kind he was he was a platoon player he had a, he had two years where he was kind of an everyday player he hit 19 home runs in 2019 and 63 rbis he hit 261 it's his best year um since then, he's he's his average is usually, he's pretty much averaged 230 pretty consistent consistently since 2019, which back in the day would get you demoted. But now that, that puts you right in the middle of a lineup in the major leagues with the way batting averages are these days. And, you know, he's got some power. He hits like 10 home runs, 10, 11 home runs a year. So I I would just love for him to get on a team that would play him every day and give him a chance to see. You know, a whole season. What, what, what can he do? You know, find his stride.
2: Because mm-hmm. he's well, let's see, how old is he? He's thirty-one now. So yeah. yeah, he.
0: Yeah, seven full seasons in the league. So.
1: Yeah, but unfortunately, he is out for eight weeks as he tore yeah. his Achilles. Yeah, and that's so... the other thing we haven't said. And that's really rough because it's he was injured coming into this season, and that's why the Pirates were like. Hey, dude! You can't play for Team Korea in the WBC, which he was very rightfully so yeah, quite disappointed in, and mm-hmm. and now with this, and it's like, especially since like the Asians on the Pirates are doing so well right now, and they need yeah. they need Chejiman, they need that veteran player to kind of hold the fort, lead the way, and also do one of the funniest home run celebrations with that little plastic sword that they're using, yeah. um, which he got, which to he do. also did. Yeah. yeah, you got he got to do He so. had two home
0: runs this year.
1: Yeah, and then and then oh, well. he is injured. Um I do kind of want to bring this up. Uh so this is for army fans of BTS. Okay. Chichimon is Tejimon is a fan of BTS, and during the 2020 World Series, he had the cardboard cutouts of BTS behind him in the dugout for, <laughs> for a bit, you know, probably giving him strength, and uh, he he said that he is available to be the eighth member of B- BTS. Wow. And I think BTS should take him up on it. I Absolutely. mean, I have not seen any of those boys do a split yet, so... They have something that they can learn from him. I, I that's they, right. I bet they could. They seem, of like, course, they're world class dancers. Y- yeah, I they, mean, splits—you got, just
2: gotta, you just gotta work on it, you know.
0: Yeah, uh, uh, yeah. I'm not gonna say anything else about BTS because we have Asian fans. So.
1: And also, Army will come after you. And I yeah, just no. said this is I, for I'm you, saying Army. All good
0: things.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Did he say you what sh- his bias is or who his bias is? No, he
1: can't do that he could he's a fan because
2: he
1: i mean think about it he actually has proximity to meet bts one day you can't just say who your bias is he probably wants to hang out with all of them i mean that would be my suggestion my no i've already talked about my bias not on this podcast but i think publicly on twitter so never who's your bias jen of course
2: you know, I don't actually, not actually, I don't actually know a, very much about.
1: Actually, yeah, this now, now, now this is for like our so listeners who know BTS. Like, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. No, this is good. This is good. This is good. We heard the feedback. Make it more less about stats. Sometimes talk about the so other didn't shit. Say
0: more about BTS. Yeah.
1: Okay. Let me.
2: <laughs> okay. Just but say your but let, me, let me. Let me.
1: Let me. Let me finish. So. As we mentioned before on the podcast, Chejiman really enjoys doing Pilates in the off season, and also enjoys oh, yeah. going fishing. <laughs> because he, we
0: can take him fishing.
1: But guess who loves fishing? In BTS, Jin. So I'm just going to throw this out here for, of course, Big Hit, who's definitely listening to our podcast, and Jin, Absolutely. who's currently serving his mandatory consri- conscription for the South Korean military. Jin and Cheeji Jimon should go fishing together, and because I'm the one who suggested this ide- idea, I should come with.
0: I thought you were going to invite him to go fishing with us, but um,
1: no, because uh, I was still, I was, I was still making the BTS connection. Okay, you just yeah. kept interrupting me. I know, but so that seems that seems like a foolproof plan to me.
0: Yeah. You, I
1: just, have so many foolproof plans yeah. on this podcast. I I just I throw it out there. Right. Manifestation no. is real. I right know the baseball manifest. fans.
0: All the baseball fans have just stopped listening to this episode. So, um, and guess what?
1: All. Everybody else is now just like, thank God, yeah, the last the five minutes Army, of this podcast.
0: We have six million listens now. Uh, because
2: uh, Okay, well, you're... before, uh, to, to to bring it back, um, Naomi, you said also that you've been watching some variety shows, Korean variety shows that G-Man uh, yeah, can has, we, can we link to has been on.
1: Yeah, so he... He hasn't been on like the very famous um, variety shows, but he has done like little excerpts and he's really funny. He loves goofing around with everybody. And the MCs of South Korea, they love him. He's kind of like Ryu Hyun Jin, who, um, you know, yeah, former funny. pitcher of the Dodgers and currently recovering from Tommy John surgery. The Blue Jays are probably waiting for him to come back. He's kind of like. Um, the position player. Uh, so while Ruhun Jin is kind of, you know, this boisterous life of the party for Korean pitchers, um, occupies that uh, in his position. And man, that ji loves to eat because in all these variety show
2: appearances, all he's doing is eating. <laughs> he's just like, shit, what's not to oh. like a production's going to pay for some food. Oh yeah. I, mean, Hell yeah, I, I the like same eating. Thing. So. I was watching
1: so this excerpt where he was they got him hanu beef um so uh hanu hanu like beef is kind of like the waegu of korea it's very mm. it's very good top quality cows um yum, yum yum perfect marbling um for those who enjoy the meat and, and he was just like piling just he, he he was just eating so much and they were just like what are you doing what are you doing he's like well i have to protein up i i play major league baseball and they're like oh yeah <coughs> You're right. Oh yeah. Eat more.
0: Can we can we get another cow in here? Yeah.
2: Yeah. This man's a professional athlete. He yeah. needs his protein. Yeah. He's doing it. He's doing it.
0: We like him. He's very. We, fun. we hope he comes back soon.
2: Yeah, and hopefully the pirates will keep him for a while. Show this man some them damn a respect.
0: Yeah.
3: Yeah.
2: I hope
1: that's so. so. Otherwise, <laughs> pirates are on my shit list.
2: Fuck your nice ballpark.
1: If you don't and keep honestly. It,
2: you know, we don't. It's uh, we already, you know, have a lot of Asians on the Yankees and a lot of Asians on the Red Sox, which are franchises that we're not particularly uh, enormous fans of outside of of those facts. Nicely so, put, Pirates, yes. you want to stay on our good side, you know. I know that this podcast is really important to you all, so
1: yeah, you don't want to lose us.
2: Hey, I don't think yeah. we've ever talked
1: about the Pirates before until we knew that Chigimon was being traded to the Pirates.
2: Well, they had like an influx this year.
3: Yeah,
1: yeah.
2: So it's like like they're trying to get our attention.
0: So oh my god, do you guys think the pirates like us? Well, they're they're trying their damnedest to to impress us. So you know,
1: okay. Well, we're gonna if we get free free tickets and free flights to go to Pittsburgh, then we're not gonna say no to that.
2: Absolutely not. Again, I love PNC Park. I would be so happy to go back. Beautiful, beautiful stadium.
0: All right, putting it out there.
2: Okay, manifest. Go ahead and give us a call. DM Scott or Naomi. I'm unreliable, so.
1: <laughs> I love how you say you're unreliable, <laughs> but you you were the first person to respond to all of my DMs on Instagram.
2: Well, that's selective. Selective response. <laughs> If the Pittsburgh Pirates DM me, I'm gonna play it cool.
0: Yeah, yeah. Don't all don't right. get back to him right away. You know.
2: Yeah, that's right. That's I'm like right. Naomi's already my friend. I don't need to try to like impress her anymore. Yeah. She already no. she's seen me at my worst, and she's yeah. like, "That's I'll still be yes. your friend." The oh. Pirates, I'm like, okay, oh hey get
0: Pirates, it. I didn't see you there.
2: Oh my god, yes. so hey, sorry. I've been so up? busy with yeah. all my activities. Yeah. All right. righty. Well, do we have anything else that we want to shout out about our our bestie Tejiman or his friend G Man Choi before we go? No. No. We're done.
0: Godspeed, G Man.
2: Oh my gosh! Good luck. Best of luck. All right, right. Well. Uh, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Asians in Baseball. I just want to throw this out here. I didn't uh, clear this with Naomi and Scott, but if it's not okay, we'll just edit it out. Um, if you have any questions about baseball, if you're new to baseball and you have any questions about like how does ERA work or like what is uh, what is batting average, things like that, um, I can d- explain designated for assignment again. Um, uh, go ahead and uh, you know drop us a DM, send us a message, comment on our Instagram dm naomi or scott not me again i'm unreliable um and uh let us know we're happy to we're happy to talk baseball with anybody um and we can talk about some of the stuff on the show too if it seems like it's stuff that a lot of people want to know but uh in the meantime thank you so much for tuning in and we'll be back next time with more asians in baseball bye thanks for tuning in to asians in baseball Connect with us on Instagram at AsiansInBaseball, on Twitter at AZNsInBaseball, email us at AsiansInBaseball at gmail.com, or drop us an audio message on Anchor. Thanks.